We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. addressing the media it's almost here media day is sunday steve and bob are addressing the media on a thursday they're taking off for japan the next few days i mean man we're close we are close we're there you know what like baseball season disappointed us football season no comments <laughs> they are, you know what, Joe Lacob. Joe Lacob is right when he says they are the number one sports entertainment media, whatever company. Because we we need them back right now. The Golden State Warriors will not let us down. Joe Lacob has won. Steve Kerr has won. By the way, Steve Kerr visiting your guy Jurgen Klopp. Uh, so he's just making the rounds with all the great soccer coaches, I guess. Steph Curry has never let us down. Uh, I, dude, I am. It feels like the first day, uh, like it, it, it first day, it's the first week before winter break, right? Remember high school and middle school where you're just sitting there and you're like, holy shit, we're about to get a month off. I cannot wait until I get to just get out of here and do nothing. That's how I feel. That level of excitement is how I feel about the Warriors right now. Just a week away. Just a week away. And tomorrow, you said that, that Steve and Bob are doing a, a presser tomorrow? <sighs> Come on. I, it feels like they're going to have big news that's going to come. I don't know, man. Everything's good vibes with the Warriors, Samuel. Everything's good vibes. Yeah, it's – I mean, we're entering camp starting. It's 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 the title defense season. We're already ready. You know, yesterday I saw someone post on a timeline how the, how the Bucks would win in five <laughs> max against the Warriors. I know we're back. Oh, we're back. Because those, the, the, you know NBA season is back when every team – ever assembled who won over 40 games in NBA season or to hypothetically beat them. Like, it's just, we know we're back in NBA season when that's going down. One other call out we watched, dude, how fun was that? We rewatched Steph's 54 at MSG on playback. A um, couple things there. I just, I was just shocked at, you know, 
it's weird seeing Steph that small, by the way. That game was the first time Steph and Draymond ever played the starting lineup together. I think it says something when the first time they put Draymond next to Steph, he goes off. Did you feel know? that way. Yeah. Did feel like it was the first time, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, anyway, we're here. We're ready to start. Um, I want to talk about, so this is like the mundane, but for me, the start of NBA season is always when player rankings get thrown out. So ESPN threw their NBA rank out there and we are up to number 11 now. So we don't know who the top 10 is. And by the time people are listening to this pod, they may have a Steph Curry ranking. So we may be in the top 10. We don't know. Um, Newsflash, Steph Curry is in the top 10. So we don't know what number he is. But let's talk about the other players before we get to Steph. Mm. Um, ESPN has Jordan Poole at 55. Okay. Draymond Green at 43. Clay Thompson at 37. And Andrew Wiggins at 33. To me, the numbers are less important than, like, the bulk kind of grouping of it. Do you have any initial thoughts when you see something like that? Um, I think Draymond – so I – um, man, I the first thought because I have it's, is Draymond, it's so I guess we can start right? Yeah, because yeah. it's like who's around those guys, right? It's it's like who's around Jordan Poole, who's around Draymond. Um, you know what? I'll go higher level. Let's start there, and then we'll, we can go individual players. Uh, to me, we knew that there wasn't a top ten player next to Steph. It was obvious. To me, we knew that there wasn't going to be a top twenty player next to Steph. That was obvious too. Um, there's no KD and Draymond's not at the peak of his powers. I think Draymond at the peak of his powers is probably was probably close, maybe back into the 20. It is it is pretty interesting to me that there's nobody next to Steph kind of in the even the early 30s, Sam, because the closest guy that they have is Clay, and he's what 37, you said. So they've essentially got Clay and Draymond in the late 30s. Wiggins, Wiggins, Wiggins at 33. Three, okay, so they're all the same. So the Warriors have three guys in the 30s. Or sorry, 32, just to be clear. Yeah, just, just so we're clear, Wiggins, 32, Chris Middleton, 31, Pascal Siakam, 30, Brandon Ingram, 29. That's kind of the range he's in. Which I think is about right. DeMar at 28 is bullshit, but, you know, whatever. It's it's a ranking thing. Um, it, To me, I I feel like the Warriors, when you talk about my initial thought, it's Steph won a championship without a top 10 player, super duper duper star next to him. And I think that's pretty impressive. We saw the year before that Giannis did the same thing because uh, you see Drew and Middleton and those guys aren't top 10 players, aren't top 15 players, right? I would argue maybe top 20 at best. So I, it's yeah, me, it's... Yeah, just to just to just to piggyback that they have Middleton at thirty one and Drew at twenty six. So, yep. so it's know, about kind of same, kinda right? Yeah, yeah kind of say kind of the same. And I think that that's what it feels like to me. And and I think I know that this rank is going to end up being Giannis at one, Steph at two, or vice versa. And I think that's right. And I, and I think that's those two guys are the best players of the league because they don't need an Anthony Davis next to them. They don't need a KD next to them to win a title. And I think that's the uh, that's the initial thought I have. My initial thought is it kind of speaks to team building to a degree. Like you're better suited having one of those top three to four guys and kind of a few guys in that like 30-ish range than overloading with top guys and just having no depth. Mm-hmm. That's kind of that's kind of the way I see it. Like, like I don't want to downplay 
Steph or Giannis, but like, would you rather have LeBron and AD and nothing? Or would you rather have LeBron and like Drew Holiday, Brandon Ingram, uh, well, you know, like Pascal, like, like some sort of version where you're like, okay, none of those guys are individually as good as Anthony Davis, but team wise, you have like more players around that one transcendent guy. Well, I think maybe you can even make the conversation easier because I actually, I actually really like this debate. You can make that conversation easier. Do you think a team of Stefan Draymond? So two top five, uh, excuse me. Wow. Stefan KD, two top five guys. Right. And, and, and just, I wouldn't say nothing, but I would say maybe a better fit of role players around them. But obviously you don't have Claire Draymond or would you rather have Steph and, you know, obviously Clay, Clay, Draymond and, and, and Wiggins around him, right? So you basically have two top five guys or two, and then the rest of the guys are, are, are like you said, in the 30s. I actually, I don't know. Because I, I think you can win a championship either way. I think so too. And I think it's interesting. I think ultimately it comes down to what you put around that, that singular force in some ways. Like, like that's the, that's the big thing to me. Um, Taking it back to the Warriors, I'm like fascinated by their rankings because it's kind of this general acknowledgement that Steph's a superstar. They don't really have an all-star, but they have like a bunch of guys who are like right there. You know, they're like, they're not quite all-stars, but they're right below it. Uh, And I think that's really fascinating because it, it gives them a very deep team and, and it gives them it gives them a more interesting team in some ways. It, it, they also they also it also gives them a perfect fit of a team, just a perfect collection of players that actually work with each other, right? They're they're not a, they're not a team that, hey, they're highly ranked, but they like to me. I I, I go back to the Pelicans of this season where I I just think they're going to take a step back because they just don't fit. Um, like I just I don't understand how Ingram and, and Zion and CJ are going to play together, both offensively and defensively. Well, like the they're Warriors, almost it's a, like they're almost better suited with the pre-Zion version, where it was like, you know, Ingram and in, Ingram and CJ and a bunch of dudes who know exactly who they are. I think so. Or or punt Bi and just have Zion be the fulcrum, right? What, whatever. I, just it's that fit is just I think crucial. I saw I saw it on, ta- on a tangent now, but I saw a tweet today talking about like a, a future French a national team lineup of Victor Wembanyama, Rudy Gobert, and, and, and I think, I think Joel Embiid. And then they do the eyes emoji and I'm just sitting there and I'm just like, so you're going to play three centers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you're going to, you're going to play three, like cool. All those guys are, are really good at basketball, but you're going to play three. So I, I think, I think the, to your point about the, um, to the three depth pieces and ones that make, makes it interesting. That is the team building portion where I think I got it really wrong. Or they traded for Andrew Wiggins because they said we need a two-way wing. Um, we understand that that's what's going to play in the postseason. We don't want D'Lo. We understand after a month that this guy's not going to be a winning player for us. Let's punt him and take a gamble on a two-way wing. Even if he doesn't end up being a superstar, which Andrew Wiggins is not, he's going to be someone that can absolutely play 45 minutes in the postseason. And that, that happened. That happened last season. So when you talk about when you talk about putting a team together, the Warriors have players that are going to play. It's like they have all postseason players. That's every single all five guys that you that you name or rank. They're all postseason players. And then Kevon Looney, number six. I mean, how is he not in the top ten? How is he not top in there? Right? How is he not top fifty? If Looney's on the yeah. top ten, I'm riding. That's all. I know. <laughs> 
It's all postseason uh, players. Like, like, would you rather anyway? Like, would you rather have Nikolai Vucevic, who's ranked fifty seventh, as your starting center in the postseason, or Kevon Looney? Like, it's not even yeah. a question. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, let's talk about this because, like, I, I think you and I both agree these rankings are just, it doesn't really matter. Like, it doesn't matter sure. that Wiggins is 33 and Clay is 37. You know, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter that Draymond's 43 and Clay's 37. Of the four players ranked, Poole at 55, yep. Draymond at 43, Clay at 37, Wiggins at 33, who do you feel most confident will, for lack of a better term, exceed that ranking? And kind of be the the player who everyone talks about going into next year. Uh, the easy answer is Jordan Poole, right? That's that's the easy answer. I think I think Wiggins and Draymond stay the same. Draymond probably even slides further, um, and then and then Wiggins is kind of who he is. Uh, it's got to be Poole. Um, that that's the guy that broke out last season. Uh, but I could make it. I could also make a case for Clay. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. That that's the one where. It's he's healthier. He would definitely be ranked higher if he wasn't hurt. And and I think they hedged on that number where like he should be like he's going to end up being if we think he's going to be as healthy as he is right now and he's going to look as good as he was in 2019. He's going to be in the 20s. He's going to jump into the 20s. But I think the guy that that you could almost say, oh, shit, all of a sudden this dude's ranked 35th next season, like in that Kyrie range all of a sudden. I don't think it's going to happen because a lot of things have to go right for Jordan Poole. Like he has to take a leap to become like a Donovan Mitchell, but that's the guy that all of a sudden he jumps 20 steps, uh, 20, 20, whatever, 20 levels so, uh, in, into the mid thirties is what I'm trying to say. Then all of a sudden Steph has too much help. But I think that's the guy. Uh, I, I think that's the easy one to have with, with Jordan Poole where yeah, he's going to average 20 plus points this season, uh, shoot 38% from three and, and get a $140 million contract. By the time uh, we talk about this a year from now, a year from today. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't disagree with you, but I kind of think Clay's going to be the one. I think he's healthy. He's off of a positive half season and a positive off season. I think it's very possible this will be kind of Clay's um, final great regular season. I don't want to say that. And like that, like, that sounds like he's like, you know, Retiring, or he may 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 have it, but I think this will be the the final time Clay Thompson is like a star 
putting up 20 plus a game and just kind of being that dude. I think this is a big, I, I think it's a big season for Clay to just show everyone he's still that dude. And then going forward, he's going to be comfortable being like that postseason dude. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Interesting. I, it's one of the, if you talk about top three things I'm most, most excited about this season to watch, it's, it's the right up there is Clay um, and, and seeing what he looks like game one. Um, or, or at least the first month of the season, uh, because it feels like that he's back to the level that he was before. Frankly, I'd be a little surprised because it just feels like after an Achilles and an, an ACL, how the hell do you get back to that same person you were four years ago now, almost three, four years ago? But shit, man, it feels like if it's a person that's going to do it, it's either Steph or Clay. Like Steph could do it. Clay could do it just the way that those those guys' games are positioned and the mentality that they have. We were doing, like you said earlier, we were watching the uh, 2013 uh, Steph going off at the Garden for 54 points. And one thing we noticed, or one thing I noticed, was that Steph was playing so hard on and off the ball and then on defense. And that was early in his career when I think it didn't matter whether he played defense or not. Nobody gives a shit. I mean, you look at Trey and Donovan Mitchell. Now, those guys don't play defense, and nobody cares. But I think even back then, it was insane to watch how hard those guys played. Steph playing Draymond on both sides of the ball when nobody cared whether they were good on on both si- uh, on defense. Uh, and I think that that's crazy. I think that mentality is not – it feels like you don't see it that much across a lot of NBA players. I feel like with the Warriors, those top three guys, they've extracted every single, uh, <laughs> every single ounce of talent that they could have. I feel like they've maximized their talents. And I, there's no, there's sure, no change for sure. situation here for those guys. So it's exciting to see what Clay's going to look like is all I'm trying to say. Absolutely. Okay. Let's take, let's take it to the top 10. We don't know the top 10 rankings for ESPN's rank. I want to ask you this. What number do you think Steph comes in at? Two. <laughs> it feels Ooh. like two. Yeah. I mean, obviously I, I think he should be one, but. You know, part of these things is they got to drum up conversation, right? And remember that one year they ranked Steph like seventh behind Dame or something like that? And he was like, all right, that, you're, you're doing too much there. Uh, uh, but I think he's ranked second. I, I think just off this, uh, Giannis, it's always going to be the size. Yeah, it's always going to be the size thing. Yeah, it's always going to be that. It's always going to be, well, Giannis is seven feet tall. Um, so we're going to put him at one, not, even, not, even though not, Steph was, yeah, right. Now I just want to watch him tear up, to be honest. With you. Okay, anyway, that's um, <laughs> a fair point. Okay, I kind of think I think he'll be lower than two. That's my thought. But uh, how? Let me ask how? You. How? How? I think I think health is going to factor into it. I think Jokic is the healthiest player in the NBA. I wouldn't be surprised if Jokic was above Steph, honestly. I'm not saying he should be. <laughs> I just think that's true. Is going to do what they do. That that's what ES, um, ESPN knows what they're doing. You, you want to get engagement? That's what you do. Let me ask you this. Okay, if I said Andy Lou, rank your top five players for the 2022-23 season. Do not think about ESPN. Just do rankings in your head based upon your own criteria. Like. Factor in who you think will be healthy. Basically, you're yeah, building yeah. a team for one season. You're building a team for one season. So you're, you're not concerned about the fact that LeBron is 37. You're concerned about what you think he will do for this one calendar. Dude, this is so hard. Um, because I have I have six names. And uh, okay. and, and, I, and I can't decide where. Well, so, so it's <laughs> – I have six names and no, I have no, to choose fives. Not in the chat. 
But, okay. uh, it's it's Steph one, Giannis two. Um, it's Kevin Durant three. It's um, it, it's it's Kevin Durant three, and then it's Luca, Jokic, and LeBron, and it's two of those guys. And I'm going to go. I'm gonna go Luca and LeBron and Jokic at six. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just I and, and my reasoning is my reasoning is I'm always gonna go primary guard or wing scores, and they're all wings, right? They're all freak wings. Yeah, y- y- Jokic is the only one who's not. And Jokic is the and then Steph, who's just the outlier point guard. And then Jokic is the guy that I just don't know how you win defensively with him, and they don't have a great defender. And so I, I just I feel like that's the guy I'm going to leave off the list, and I got to go with LeBron. Like, really, for me, it's like I'm going to go LeBron over Jokic. For me, that's what it was. Like, I'm going to go LeBron over Jokic if it's one season. So that's my five. Okay. Um, my list will be Steph and Giannis for the top. Um, gotta gotta side of stuff first. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to Jokic number three. Wow. And then I'm going LeBron, and then I'm going Luca. I'm I'm kicking I'm kicking friend of the show KD off the list. And let me tell let me tell you why, my friend. Let me, let me tell you. Him. Let me tell. <laughs> let me tell you. Oh, he's listening. Um, <laughs> let me tell you why. Like you, I'm more interested in going with a player who's going to be the fulcrum of an offense, the player I trust to get my team high-level shots, like a playmaker. And, you know, Steph does it one way, LeBron does it another, Jokic does another. These are all players who put pressure on the defense and have the passing ability to take over it. I'm also going to go with the guy who have shown they're willing to be pass first players and they're not willing to let's just say be dramatic about the whole thing i'm a little skeptical of the whole brooklyn situation i don't i don't how many years in a row have you watched it i'm not impressed at this point they're improved me territory the same way Kawhi leonard has to prove to me his knee works kevin durant has to prove to me the league i'm leaving it i'm leaving it at that it's that simple for me. I have questions about their ability to – it's just in general, I'm going to be honest with you. I have questions about his ability to lead a team. <laughs> and every player I put above KD had a better record last year. That's fair. And half of them did not have more talent around them. Luka and Jokic did not have more talent around themselves That's fair. than Kevin Durant. So That's I want fair. you. I just want you to think about it. Like a lot of this has to do with we've seen KD kill teams when he has Steph next to him. Can he do it? Can he do it from from scratch? I don't know. I'm a little skeptical. Would you say that Kevin Durant is a much better version of Carmelo Anthony if he didn't play with Steph for three years of his career? <laughs> is that what you're saying, Sam? No comment. No comment. <laughs> I, okay. No so I, comment. <laughs> I get what you're trying to say. I, I I think my level of respect for KD also comes from the fact that um, he, he's in a postseason series. I, I tend to trust. 
and I say this realizing that he was the one that got swept out of the postseason by Boston. So uh, how am I the KD? By the way, how am I the one that's back in KD on the on this show today? This is we are deep in the offseason. This is this is a week before the training camp starts type of show. Um, but I just think I'm choosing the guy that I've seen proven and done it in the postseason before versus what I think is a little bit shakier if 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 I were Nikola Jokic. But again, those flaws remain with those guys. Um, I, I think give, to your to your point, Jok- but, huh? give Jokic Jamal Murray and their terrifying team. Yeah, that's give, facts. That's facts. I'm just, that's I don't know. That's just where I'm at. I mean, Michael Porter Jr. too. That team might be the best offense in the NBA. I mean, that that team, nobody's stopping that team offensively, right? Um, I, I, but could you could you argue that maybe LeBron should be off that list though? If you're talking about a guy that had a season that wasn't very good and at least KD played the whole season. Like we might even be able to say like LeBron might even make it through next season. The dude's about to be 40 years old. He, he, he might not even may, be able to make it through two postseason rounds. Right. And, and as much as, you know, we make fun of uh, Jokic's body or Luca's body, those guys, those guys were healthy, right? They're young. I'm going to put this out there for you. Kevin Durant played 55 games last year. LeBron James, how many games do you think he played? I hate that I'm fifty-seven, fifty-six. Oh my god! Same, same. By the way, split the difference. You're right on the money. But my point stands: <laughs> when LeBron misses like ten games in a row, people are like, oh, "This is it. This is it. He's done." You know. Meanwhile, Katie's missing games left and right, and then yeah, you know fair. he's he's teamed up with it. You know. Kyrie, who's anyway, it's a different conversation. Um, they, they miss a ton of games, and it's not really talked about in the same regard. I uh, know. I just, I, you know, I, I, I can't believe I'm the guy that's leaving Katie in there, but that's, that's my guy. That's my guy, Kevin. Man, there's still a chance that he's gonna end up on the Warriors. Come home, one day. come home, uh, Kevin. Yeah. Come home. <laughs> so no, no Kawhi, no Kawhi. Let's, let's. I mean, let's go further down I mean, the list. I mean, so no, no Kawhi for you at all. Injury, right? Obviously. By the way, Kawhi is one of three players I've ever seen who I'm like, all right, he can outplay the Warriors, you know? So, but like, yeah, I need to see him do it because the, the health is, it, it. I don't know, man. Do you really trust his health at this point? Does anyone? I mean, my thing with the Clippers this season is I don't believe in that team because of health. Um, and, and even if they're healthy, you have, we, we have no idea what the hell they look like. If everything's a projection from three years ago, it doesn't even... Does it even make sense? So yeah, like intri- intriguing, right. but am I trusting him? No, no, no. Give me a <laughs> trust, Kevin. That's my that's uh, that's my guy. Any other any other players that can even sneak into that? Uh, so so there's no, AD, I, I, there's I Cat, that's, nobody, right? That's that's really it. And B, I actually th- I, no. I actually think that's a really interesting thing, right? Like there's no like like do you these two players will be in the top ten. Ja, Devin Booker, actually three. We'll throw Jason Tatum in there. They sure. will be in the top ten. Are you concerned about them making that push into the like Steph Giannis category anytime soon? Now, come on, you know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> you know the you know the uh, answer. Uh, it's especially especially with those guys. I think um, J- I think Ja probably has the high. Uh, now that I think about it, I mean, because we here, because here's the thing. I think D book. I think we understand that that guy's probably never going to be the alpha of a title team. 
I just think his game doesn't allow him to do that unless he suddenly starts making it, taking and making a lot of threes, which he doesn't do. You're just not going to be a championship leader if you're going to be a better, a slightly better version of DeMar DeRozan. Like, it's just, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The, the mid-range contested pull-ups are really fucking cool, but they're not, that's not winning a championship if you're going to, guy that has to be the best player on the team. Jason Tatum, I tend to give a bit more slack. Like saying, well, I don't know, like that guy could be. If he gets better def- uh, defensively and learns how to dribble going to his left, like he might be a guy that breaks through. He's still in his mid twenties, so I-, I think that guy probably has the highest ceiling out of those. And then John Moran is, I don't know, man. He can't even make it through two postseason series, and you could argue that they should have lost to the Timberwolves. <laughs> like you play that series again with Rudy Gobert on the floor, who's to say that Tim- Minnesota isn't a better team right now? As you have said, right? So I don't know about Jaw. So maybe Jason Tatum's the guy that. Has I mean, I'm I'm all in. I'm all in on. I'm all in on the kid. Um, I'm all in on the Wolves and Anthony Edwards making their move this year. Yeah, you are correct. Yeah. So maybe Edwards, do you think that Edwards is the guy that maybe jumps into that top 10 next season, right? Like maybe he's the guy, the two-way player that becomes a super-duper star. Because I don't think Cat's going to become that super-duper star. We know he's a star, but Ant probably is the guy that gets there out of those. Definitely the in the big, cards. Big wing, right? Big wing. Yeah, all that stuff. It's, it's definitely possible. Definitely possible. Should we move this to the callers? Let's see what the goons have to say a little bit. See what the goons got to say. Let's roll. It's been a minute since we've talked with this this specific goon. Walters. What's up, my what man? Up, guys? What up? Good way to avoid the headlines. Good work. Good work. Uh, but it was just a fun, <laughs> fun rewatch tonight. I, I just forgot that like Steph didn't make anything really in the first quarter, and just like he always does, and seeing just like. The proto Warriors was amazing, and I forgot how many decent players were on the Knicks, and they were coached by that awful guy Mike Woodson. You could tell why they didn't do shit, and it, this was just a lot of fun. Thanks for running through this, and it, it was great. And I really want Game Six, Game Six with us winning and taking that title from LeBron after he made his return to Cleveland. That's got to be a rewatch. Um, keep up the great work, guys. You guys are the best. Oh, Michael Walters, you know we love you. Appreciate it, bro. I do think that's one of the more fun parts about the rewatches, Andy. When you um, when you get to see Staff or Clay or those guys like a decade earlier, like you kind of forget how young they were. You kind of forget some of the details about everything. Yeah, it's like, it's like you we grew up with them. I mean, I'm 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 now the same age as Clay and Draymond. I mean, not now. I mean, we've always been the same age, but. But it's like you grow up with them and you realize it because it's always it's always crazy because <laughs> because I, when you're in your early 20s and you watch these players play, then you bec- and then you're in your mid 20s and you watch these player play play in the highest level. And, and, and I'm in here and I'm blacking out every 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 week. And all, and meanwhile, Steph, Clay and Draymond are playing the NBA finals. <laughs> We're the same age. It just it just never really it never really adds up. And uh, like you said, though, now it kind of hits you. Now, you know, Draymond's got a little gray in his beard. Clay's been through some wars, right? He's 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 way calmer now than what he used to be. Steph's always been kind of level. Um, and then you go back in time. You go back in the time machine. We're watching a 2013 game. I'm in college. You know what I mean? You're, you're doing whatever you're doing in 2013. Who knows? And uh, you just look back and you're just like, man, these guys were just trying to figure it out. That was Draymond's first start. His first start, you said. Right, Andres Biedrins was yeah. the starting center in that game. Uh, Draymond was trying to figure out 
how to run a pick and pop, pick and roll with Steph Curry. And honestly, it looked like they've done it a million times before. Uh, it didn't feel like it was the first time that uh, that they started together. And uh, and they're still doing it now. They're still doing it now 10 years later. And that Steph Dre pick and roll is still unstoppable. Um, Steph Dre and Clay. It does, it does speak to kind of like intuitive IQ not being a thing you can cha- you can. Oh, teach, you we're going to do this today? <laughs> just going to throw it out there. My, my, my guy, Patrick Baldwin, he's going to come in. You know, We're, we're going to see him running pick and pop with Steph. We're going to be like, it's going to be amazing off the bat. That's my, that's my camp call right now. Patrick Baldwin, going to be the one. Everyone's talking about Wiseman. Everyone's talking about Kuminga. All about Baldwin. That's all right. It's going to be all about Baldwin and Poole. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, that's not surprising, right? I mean, he's a a coach's son. That's the guy I'd expect to be able to understand how to – like he's probably the guy with great feel for the game, (laughs) whatever that means, right? I I always talk – Draymond's had it. Not, he's not a coach of some, but he's had it always. Stephen Clay has, have always had it. Um, Bal- Bowen's probably the guy that's most likely to have it. I think Kaminga's, Kaminga's got good feel. I think he, he's got stuff that he has to work on, but I actually think he has good feel. Wiseman, uh, we'll see. Uh, uh, <laughs> we'll, leave Mo- there. we'll leave it there. We'll leave it there. Yeah. Moody's got good yeah, feel. Yeah. Moody's got good feel. Anyway. <laughs> I agree. I actually think we should cut this short. We're going to pod tomorrow. We'll pod after. Um... Wait, 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 hold on. You're not going to talk about shams or should we cut this off? We're not going to do shams? Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't involve us. <laughs> all, right, all right. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. Right. Okay. Okay. We'll, we'll, we can get into it real quick. We can get into it real quick if you want. <laughs> I don't, I just, I, I don't even know what to say. I just feel like it's, it's news worth reporting. So we'll do, we'll do five seconds on it. Uh, Steve I find would, it. Steve would never. Steve would never. No. <laughs> I find it since it, uh, so I find it very funny. Um, since it's not a serious, it's actually it's actually not a very serious thing that happens. So I can laugh about it. So anyway, th- thank uh, thank God, thank goodness for for Sham for tweeting it later. We find out that Emmanuel Toka is having a relationship with the team staff. Sam, I don't know. I, I don't even think I have any thoughts there. <laughs> no, I mean I don't. I don't want to have any thoughts. Not my place to have any thoughts. <laughs> oh and man, we're gonna leave it right there. All right, we appreciate you guys. We're gonna be back maybe tomorrow night after right. Bob and Steve have some comments. All right, all right, man.